I woke up it was seven. I waited till eleven to figure out that no one would call. I think I've got a lot of friends, but I don't hear from them. What's another night all alone? When you're spending every day on your own, and here it goes. This is the first time people are actually hearing my quality voice. Congrats, bro. Thank Happy you. Thank you. you. Thank you. I feel like I'm back. I feel like I'm, I can actually speak my mind freely now that I sound a lot better. Well, and I still speak like this. Shut <laughs> <laughs> ah, ass. Sound like Bane. Bane sounding ass, looking ass, Crocs wearing ass. <laughs> yeah, there's a good uh, Harley Quinn animated series that's um it's geared to adults there's blood and shit but they also have bane and mm-hmm. he his voice he copies the bane from the movie but oh, like parody and it's, it, it's is it on like hbo or something no i watch it. Tom hardy I, I, bane? it they copy the tom hardy bane but it's not him like tom they hardy bane is the right bane actually yeah i mean that's true. But if ever there was another the, Bane, I don't think it would come close to Tom Hardy Bane, Bane. The Bane, the Bane, I think the next Bane we're gonna get is just like the, 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 that, that Bane. Okay, Sana Bray, if you had a microphone, would have come, the, the joke would have come out better. <laughs> I think a microphone's gonna change the world. <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys see I, what happened Um, just, I think, a couple of hours ago? Or like, yesterday as we mm-hmm. speak um elon musk tweeted that tesla will no longer be accepting bitcoin and everything just crashed are you serious <laughs> yeah it crashed so bad it's like no one man should have all that power but he basically said like oh we don't tesla's not going to be accepting it anymore i'm not sure if he said it as a joke but as soon as he said it like i got notes that like everything crashed so far. why is he why is he like that why well, at the same time, why do people look up to him? <laughs> no, that's why. Like, I was like, I, I feel bad. I feel bad for the people who lost money. But at the same time, I'm like, you invested in a meme and that's what you get. I'm sorry. Fucking crypto. I just want to go outside for once and not talk about crypto. You know what I really miss doing? Yeah, I really crypto. miss going shopping. <laughs> shopping. <laughs> I really and miss I, just like just going shopping and not buying much, but just going shopping with the boys. I remember we used to do this like almost every Monday, um, oh back when we were like, full time. Yeah, we were in like, the good full-time. old days. Yeah, I mean, what we do right is we'd basically meet up and then um, we'd go to Uniqlo. I think that the one in the flagship at Glorieta. Do you guys the remember best, that? The best Uniqlo store. I, I really miss that. Like that's the that's the one thing I look forward to doing. I want to be able to go out with the boys and shop without our masks, and then hmm. just buy everything that's on the sale right. rack. I like going to the balcony in the second floor and just sitting there, and then lo- yeah. looking at Glorietta, an uh, for Glorietta for. Yeah, and then like you crack the window of the building open just a yeah. little bit so that the air gun hits you even while you're in the balcony. It feels I like, like I, I'm on vacation. I think I like, I like when you try to open the doors in the balcony and the guard looks at you weird. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you're like, I meant to do that. Like I'm gonna close it back. I I honest, we have some photos there. I think the three of us, and I I do think that's where we kind of decided to make this agency a thing. Oh wait, I think that's we were talking that's the time about. Where... Where Lex, we, we first sat down with Lex. Yes, we literally Monday. sat down with Lex. Oh, yeah. First time, that was the first time. And you're so you're saying that Uniqlo, has a, <laughs> Uniqlo know, has a special place in our hearts. Yeah, you were late. That's what I remember. We were like, okay, we're going to talk to Lex. We're going to sort this out. Jeez. And then Brian and I were already watching the sunset by Glorietta. And then this guy comes in out of nowhere, like oh, 30 shit. minutes late. But, what's the first thing I said? Like, looking at, looking ass. I'm sorry. Was I was I like that? Like, I'm sorry, guys. No, I think you were just like, no, do you guys no. see the JW Anderson stuff on the side? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you were like, Monday up, palayon par. 
Pasali nga. Pasali nga dyan. Yeah, so a lot of people don't know that there is there is a definitive process when shopping at the Uniqlo flagship store. That's um, true. That's true. So, I mean, it's fairly simple, right? You come in on the entrance, and then what most people would do is they'd spend some time on the first floor. And mm-hmm. this is wrong in all ways because um, this is like the least people. efficient way. That's what Uniqlo wants you to do. Exactly. So you have to beat the system. Mr. Uniqlo himself said that. Yeah, um, Sir Uniqlo. <laughs> John Uniqlo Reyes. <laughs> I want everyone to go to the first floor for heading to the second floor. Genius, genius retail design. <laughs> Mr. Uniqlo, sir, if you're listening. Make them, make them struggle to find the escalator, please. And then, but how do you guys do it? Because no, that is the there, definitive. We go separate ways. <laughs> I remember the last time we'd go together. We okay. So the 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 most basic move is to stay and linger on the first floor. Those are for those are for the normies. Yeah. Those are for the people who have no idea what they're doing, right? When you're with your mom. Yeah, but even with your if you're with your mom, you have to do her right and tell her what to do and how to do it. Yeah, because it for them like it doesn't make sense. Like, why would we go upstairs again? Like, the exactly. clothes are here. But this is advanced moves. This is um, <laughs> this is very um, <laughs> yeah, this is advanced. I know. Uh, um, information. Your mom just grabs a like a uh, clothes like clothes on the first floor and you smack her hand. What? The- <laughs> mom, we are not doing this today. Literally <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the last time. You raised me. Now it's time for me to give back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you go to the second floor. Yeah, so you head up straight. This is f- just for the Greenbelt flagship. It's gonna look different in every location you go. It's kind of it's kind of like Counter Strike. Um, the dust Actually. strategy is different. Assault strategy is different. Actually, um, so you you for 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 the green belt flagship. As soon as you enter, you race up the escalator. You don't walk, okay? Like you gotta race up. <laughs> Especially if with if you're with your homies, like if you're with Brian and Lex, you race up because on the uh, as soon as you turn right from the escalator, that's where all the special stuff are, right? And a lot of those stuff like has like a couple of pieces left in our size. And this is Always. why sometimes I reconsider our friendship because we are literally the same size pants and shirts. <laughs> and I don't think it's safe to roll that way moving forward. No. So either way, you race up and then you turn right and that's where all the special stuff are. So that's kind of where you linger because that's where the, the decision making happens. That's advanced intel for you guys. Um and for the flagship, it's at yeah. the end, like when you go up, and then there's the there's another register at on one side. Yes. And then opposite side is like where they all have like the seasonal stuff. Yeah. I haven't been there in a while, but seasonal stuff. And then in the middle is the uh, Uniqlo tees, UT. Yeah. And then, but on one corner, that's where all the good shit is, like all the collabs. Yeah, just go to the, the place where the Nico U stuff, the balcony stuff is. Yes, yeah. yes. Let's the call that the balcony where they area. Your shoplifting. That's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when it feels when it feels like the unique low staff is like watching you already in that <laughs> corner. That's how you know you're in the good place. <laughs> when it's kind of hot because the aircon doesn't reach. That's where. Yes, exactly. Um, and like Uniqlo's VM sometimes isn't as consistent. So like hot tip here is you just have to dig deeper. Like head to the corners. Um, so that's yeah. where the special stuff are. But that's also where they put the sales special stuff. You know. Yeah, what I'm saying? they don't yeah. even like when they have like the red, um, signage on top yep. or at the sides. That's not even the real thing yet. Like you have to go to the back, like at the at the at the corner mismo. Yeah. And then it's all this stuff like listed down like 90 peso uh Uniqlo socks. That's where the good shit is. And then on top of it, 290, 390, 490, and all that stuff. And then and damn good shit then. Yeah. And I like say rule number one. 
Never buy fucking full price dummies. No, you. <laughs> no, but like, unless, unless, unless it's the good shit from the balcony. There's a caveat there, yeah. Unless That's it's the, the good shit from the balcony. But if you're buying full price for the rest, oh man. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta buy. Food. The only, the only, the only, um, the only full, um, full price product you should get is if it's from the balcony. And if you know, like, the homie next to you is just looking. Like, that's how you know. Like, you grab it and you run. Or or when it's, like, um, yung mga press launch nila. Yeah. Like, when they offer the product first. I remember, I think this was the first J.W. Anderson Uniqlo collab or the second. Where they had the sweater na. It's, like, the color block sweater na. Yeah. It's really colorful. And then all the people, like all the newspaper people, magazine guys, all the media guys, they rushed talaga to that part of the store. Yeah. I think it was in Mega Mall. Yeah, and but then, you're working with advanced people as well. <laughs> yeah, yun nga, that's the only thing. When you know it's gonna run out quick, you need to... Where was this? Were we in the same press launch? I think it was for the JW Anderson. Like I think the first one with like the chore coat, like the blue chore coat. Was yeah, and and the bucket hat. No, yeah, the, yeah, bucket the hat. denim bucket hat. Yeah, that was oh. from the first collection. Yes. I wrote that. I think I wrote dude, that yeah. one for Scout. Yeah, dude. Oh, because it was funny because when they opened oh, the that. thing and then people started rushing to like the collection. I think I saw a couple of like press people from like broadsheets. Like they went shopping and like <laughs> the part that wasn't JW Anderson and they were so happy. <laughs> they got oh, like that. random basic pieces and I'm like, you went all the way here <laughs> to buy some airism. <laughs> And they think that they want to say they got the they got the one k GC from I know. oh yeah <laughs> come cash out here and then they're oh, like okay funny. I did my part oh uh, pressers press launches are kind of bad in that sense I did that before mm. uh, um they were they had this new collection I think it was like a a, a sneaker store. Um, and they got uh, I just got new balance like I feel like they were yung press launch was for something else like they're trying to push a Nike or something hindi nga Nike I think it was like um, world balance canvas sneakers world Shit, balance I forgot two Nike logos together <laughs> when I think of it it's like world balance na may sperm comparable to all birds mga type Oh shit! All birds is working. And then with I got Let's balance. talk about that on the side later. Oh, I, I uh, Uniqlo's uh, events before though. That one, one KGC got me fucking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me. Oh. Yeah. The, 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 the Uniqlo presser GCs. That's what funded. That's why I have like a fresh pair, a fresh set of like underwear and socks. Because I would yeah. never buy that with my own money. Right. And where else do you buy underwear and socks? I don't even want to it's true. buy anywhere else but Uniqlo's underwear. Also, the I other stuff. Have, like, that I literally, like, the first job, like, the, like when we were working together, Lex, like, the first paychecks were, like, I have to buy a four-pack uh, boxer brief every paycheck. Because Why? Because you shit your pants every month? Uh, kind of, yeah. But <laughs> anyways. <laughs> it's part of the job that we were part of. Yeah, it comes with the territory. Okay, so wait, where were we with the Intel? We're we're on the top floor. Balcony, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, so as soon as you're done getting all your pieces, right? And in my case, the last time I went was um, right before my anniversary, where my wife and I looked at each other like, "All right, happy my anniversary wife. to you." Um, and then we just raced up. Like she knows she's she's advanced as well, so we race up. Um, but thankfully, she shops in a different section as she is a woman, um, and uh-huh. I have no I have no competition. So she jumps straight into the JW Anderson stuff, and I I go to the Jill Sanders stuff. I get everything that I want, and then that's is it. this so a recent uh, trip? This was last Sunday, right before right before the anniversary, which is why we were there Happy in the first race. Thank what you. did you get though? I got a bunch of like the Jill Sanders shirts because I didn't even get a On chance. Sale? I okay. yeah, I didn't even get the chance to lust over it at full price, you know. Yeah, I remember when it came out. I was just I didn't I don't even remember that it was out. I just saw some um I saw somebody tweet it like oh like Jill Sander like he was wearing it in the fitting room. I'm just like damn it's out and it's on sale. I had to get a couple of stuff. So what do you guys do after you hit the balcony? What's the next move? The first move is going to the balcony. The second move is 
checking all the for me all the clearance racks the sales racks yeah you do a full sweep of the entire interior yeah yeah and then i when i know like it's something that i really want i carry it na like i i, I hold <laughs> it in my hand and then i walk around the store looking for other stuff while holding it yeah and when i don't want it now i put it back <laughs> when i'm like, like you put it back in a random ass spot <laughs> no. no you put it guys come on you put it back where but, you got it yeah nah, then someone would find it hey, but I'm you but you put it, it at the very <laughs> end you put it at the very end so that other people won't see it. like when when or at least like in your size yeah. so the first thing they see i fuck xl 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 but the l or the m it's at the very end I've had a homie do that actually. Like he got like a nice jacket, and then he put it at the back, and then he texted me. He's just like the photo. He's like this rack at the back of it, like, and he goes, "I think you have like twenty four hours." And then, true <laughs> enough, the next time I visited, it was there where he left it. So that's yeah. that's also um good intel to have. But I think one of the things that we discuss when we do shop, it's like we wanna. Do you get this idea where you wanna save a piece, like? Like you look at something and you're just like you're not supposed to be on sale, honey. Um, oh. This is bad that you're on sale. I'm gonna save you because if you don't get, if I don't get it, some corny ass dude will. Gets get so like we're doing Uniqlo a favor by we're buying. doing the world a favor. We're 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 helping out Mister uh, Uniqlo, Uniqlo himself, himself yeah. from the embarrassment of Mr. having to put his product on sale Jamie. and. And having like a normie wear it in not the best way. Like if it's going to be on sale, it has to be picked up by um by people by people who know we know will take care of it. That's the thing. That's Imagine what happened with the jacket. And then it, they wear it over a striped oversized shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the vibe. Ayala alabang looking ass. <laughs> BGC High Street looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened with some of the JW Anderson stuff, like the you know, jeans, the tote bag. Yeah. If you notice, like when it came out, parang a few months after it was still on, it was on the sales rack. Yeah, that's painful to watch. See, that's why I don't buy the I don't buy full price. That's you. You're the guy who saves them. You're 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 the hero. And then you buy. Um, what else should I get? Socks. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's always the socks, bro. No, but there's always also socks. that spot in the unique low flagship um, near the fitting rooms. Do you remember that area, the little corner? Yeah, that's the hottest spot. Bro. Like when you look at the escalator, right? And you turn left and there's like this little section of like, I think it might be the Arism stuff. If you go to the back of that rack and like the shelves, they hide some good stuff in there. Whether it's uh, like the Uniqlo U long sleeve tees for what, two three ninety or something like that. Uh, or you have like a random like sport coat like tucked in there for like 590 so that's also the next spot that you should definitely hit oh damn i miss shopping all the same is it weird that uniqlo for us is kind of in the same level as like the brands that you know like it i think it is like maybe 50 percent of the wardrobe that we have and then for me maybe like the next 20 percent is something like stussy yeah dude it's like a slow Takeover, like if you think about it, like five, 10, 15 years from now, Uka is all gonna be like all Uniqlo stuff. And then we're all gonna be wearing that kind of, it's gonna be like the new uniform, the yeah. same way that Stussy has been that way for like Californian uh, surfers and now like streetwear, uh, hype beast enthusiasts, like way back then. And in the same way, like I feel like it's it's been growing, talaga, like the way. Stuzi has for its whole career or like its whole lifespan. Let's do a quick round. What do you guys think about Stuzi now? And like, where does that fit in? Maybe not your wardrobe, but in your list of maybe favorite brands or something. Oh, Stuzi now. I've never worn Stuzi because before I never had the chance to wear one. But Stuzi now, like I really admire just mm. the just the look, just the editorials that they do. Like it's really simple. 
but I like the varied collections that they have. Um, solid then yung what's that one? The one with no vacancy in. I really like that past one. The our legacy one was good too. Yep. It's I don't know for for something that's been alive for so long. Parang it doesn't feel ano cliche anymore. And contrasting it, yeah. It always has a spot in any anyone's wardrobe if you have taste or not. It's never been whack. Yun. It's never whack. Yeah, it's never whack. There's always something for you if it's it's like unique. <laughs> true, true. Like especially now they have like really good cotton. So like, and it's not like like when you're thirty or forty or fifty. You're not gonna be like, oh, I can't wear Stussy anymore. And they, yeah, yeah. like, they have some really good pieces that could fit in well, like, with whatever lifestyle you have. Yeah, let's That's track how back. Let's track back for a bit, though. It's like, how long has Stussy been around? Um, they celebrated, I think, their fortieth. What? Um, has it been forty years? Yeah, they are the they're the first like streetwear heritage brand they became streetwear's first heritage brand yeah I, okay i just fact checked it i just fact checked something on the pod for the very first time and the brand is Great. 40 years old and it has How gone to like, bro he's Eight, like bro. <laughs> <laughs> what he's as old as mr uniqlo himself Shut up. <laughs> De La Reyes? Diman lang delos. He's the first uh, Filipino. <laughs> yeah. Where, man? It's Filipino for reals. But like Sean Stussy has been around. I mean, Stussy has been around for like over 40 years. They've gone through like different, you know, um, parts of their journey, right? Um, like Sean Stussy also hasn't been a part of the brand for like the longest time. But um, people do respect him for, in a way, setting that grounds for how creatives and artists can kind of create you know actually yeah yung bagong business model or parang really just their perspective and the way mm-hmm. they produce their clothes it's been a, a a blueprint for a lot of brands like when you think about it a lot of people want to be a lot of brands Hope to be like Stussy now they don't die out like in the first two years. But like March you know that they were at risk of dying out, right? Like Yeah, but um they were saved by the by the mafia, bro. <laughs> the mafia yeah, invested who, in who owns Stussy now? It's Frank Sinatra, the singer. Oh, oh you're right. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Frank he Sinatra did it his way. The ma- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Frank Stussy to the moon. <laughs> Frank Sinatra was part of the Stussy tribe, international Stussy tribe. <laughs> international Bussy tribe. <laughs> Is Frank Sinatra thick? I want to see. <laughs> yeah, search him up. But like, I will backtrack a little bit. So Stussy's been around for 40 years. Um, they started off independently, right? And then I think what was interesting... Um, I think towards like the uh, nine, late 90s, early 2000s, um, they, they kind of shifted models where what they did was they started licensing their logos and their designs. What does that mean exactly? Like other people could make Stussy merch without yes. their... Without... So basically what they did was they went super wide as a brand. They started sending it out to like random stores all around the world. Um, and not just that, like people, I think these stores or like the distributors were now able to print their own... Stussy stuff, you know. So it is, which is why, like, um, if you go to like some parts in Australia, for example, you'll still see like, um, embroidered Stussy bikinis, or you'll see like, um, very bad T-shirts printed with the Stussy logo here in the Philippines. I remember like you'd walk into I think a Cinderella back in like two thousand, like early two thousands, and you'd see like Stussy stuff in there. Bro, I bought all my Stussy shit at American Boulevard. Shout out to American <laughs> Boulevard. Okay, I'm not sure if that's licensed, but yes. <laughs> I, I got a Prada shirt from American Boulevard. Yes! <laughs> my Stussy was, it was a print, there's the Stussy logo with um, cheetah print. Oh my God, everyone thought it was real. So if it's, <laughs> if it's not licensed, then why is it in the mall? 
well, yeah, I think that's what it became for a long time. It became like everything a bit of like a mall, mall brand. Everything in the mall is a legitimate um, enterprise. Bussy tribe. Yes. Um, and then I think what happened was, um, I think even while it became like a bit of a mall brand, like it was, it still somehow became cool, you know? So are you saying uh, Stussy is like, like the like the old fashioned houses from Europe and like are they at that is to see at that caliber enough like brand like is well, it gonna be like a heritage brand is it gonna be like how do you see it in the right right now and in, in the future well Rachel Tastian did write a piece about oh, yeah. how Stussy became the Chanel of streetwear. Like I, 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 I read it the other day and like, okay, I like I get where she was going, but it's weird because Stussy is just Stussy, you know. Like how how do you get to forty years with pants, shirts, hats? The the article sounds kind of clickbait, you know. Yeah, I think um, it's more of why are we subscribing like why is Chanel the standard why can't Stussy just be Stussy yeah at the same time I think the issue is about longevity um yeah hopefully like I don't know how to what to think about that actually it's interesting I I don't know much about Chanel but like the model that Stussy employed like quite recently I think maybe in the past few years was because like it was so wide, like the brand equity started to go down. So yeah, they were earning a lot of money. But I think recently what they did was they started to cut down on like the wholesalers and distributors. So but um what they um I mean the strategy that they employed was they started limiting distribution, which means they removed licensing. So nobody's allowed to print Stussy anymore. And then they removed it from stores. They started stocking up in like Dover Street Market, um, and all these other right, stores. Right, right, but right. it also came with like um it also came with the product, you know? Like, it wasn't just a brand thing or a distribution strategy. Like, they came up with, like, really, really, really good product. So the cut and sew started to come in. The knit started to come in. Um, and then I think that, like, the good product just attracted good people. So you have, like, Tremaine Emery um, from yeah. No Vacancy, who's now a consultant for them. Um, uh, he is? I heard that That's he why. was the one who brought in the Oh, yeah, it's in the article. Them. Yeah. It's in the article, yeah. So, parang... There is that move, and for me, like it's just amazing also to see how like a brand has managed to stay relevant. Honestly, I don't think Chanel is that relevant anymore. Um, Bro, I don't even know anyone who wears Chanel. I know Tita. Don't know. This and Lola. Joe Joe Marlene Chanel, <laughs> the owner of Chanel. Oh yeah, the house of uh, Chanel up in uh, Binondo. Yeah, yeah. Joe Marlene Chanel and Maya. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine what brand today is gonna be the Stussy of whatever? DBTK. <laughs> yes. Yeah, actually, yeah. DBTK is the Chanel of the Philippines. <laughs> you mean uh, Mr. and Mrs. DBTK themselves? Yes, Mr. and Mrs. DBTK. What? <laughs> DBDK is a that's her full name or is it like a no that is you just spell it D I B I T E K A Y right 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 that's are you are you on drugs right now bro? <laughs> hey I don't do I don't do drugs yeah no one does drugs um, if anyone's listening nobody does drugs here but yeah, hopefully doctor test. Hopefully, drugs, um, the use of it or understanding it, exploring the possible benefits. And, and when we're talking about drugs, it's not just um, uh, cannabis, which has been legalized in northern, well, the USA and other parts of the world, but also um, like mushrooms and LSD and all that shit that you heard before that you thought was cool. But, possi- but possibly like harmful. Um, so there's this article by the New York Times that they're exploring the possibility of integrating um, these like uh, LSD and um, mushrooms into like, um, like basically approved by the state. 
And the way it yeah. works is that um, apparently you can go to, like, imagine therapy, right? So therapy, um, just talking to a, a, a licensed uh, professional for an hour, um, and then you just basically walk out. Like, that's how it looks, right? But with with this integration, like, you go there, and then the therapist um, gives you a dose. Like, you get whatever drop, like, they put it in your tongue or something, or they roll a blunt, and then they give it to you. And then you just trip out, and then after you trip out, you tell them what you what you were thinking during that time, and then they're they're like, okay, dude, that's that's fucking sick. So what you do shrooms with your Here, doctor? Sign me up. And then they're like, here's the invoice. It's four thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but and he's but, just uh, some he's just some guy that just <laughs> rolls joints on the side. He's just a professional <laughs> blunt <laughs> roller. <laughs> He just snuck in someone's <laughs> or a shroom shaman. He's a shroom shaman. And then shaman when you pay the four thousand, and he leaves, like the like the therapist comes in and like, okay, let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> but the truth is, um, uh, the article is saying that it might be a possibility, and you know, if you think about it, like it started with cannabis, and then now it's going into this other. Um, other classified um, drugs and it, I'm not sure I want to try it that's the thing I really want to just see how it would be integrated by the state and be put into this kind of lens but I'm also kind of afraid like how much is this going to cost like before you could just go to the <laughs> like this is something that people do like they just trip out but now it's it it costs a lot more because it's approved by the state. See, it's a so, money grab by white people. Who wrote this? Sure. So for it's sure. white people like oh like 2020, <laughs> 2030s weed is fucking ecstasy. <laughs> no, that's what I that's what I wanted to also mention. It's like it's like okay, so we're gonna do this now. Like yeah, um, it's an investment. Yeah, so we're gonna do this now, but will this open doors for like maybe medical practitioners saying that um shabu is like the next um <laughs> the next wave? <laughs> I'll I'll quote from the article. So there's a joint venture called uh, a joint what a joint venture getting, getting. journey rooms um a year wow, old venture where here's the thing patients wear eye shades and listen to electronic music and. Tibetan chanting, Tibetan chants, as they're administered six ketamine injections over the course of several weeks. That's fucking insane, dude! Like it's like it's, out. What is this? It sounds is this like Burning hell. Man. It's probably right. just Burning Man in an office. It's like you, you got for captured, several bro. weeks. Yeah, <laughs> like you're, like you're listening. <laughs> You're listening to electronic music like uh, fucking who's that guy? Marsh Crazy Frog. <laughs> like like actual Crazy Frog is there and then there's a- <laughs> Crazy there's a- Frog's the one who administered the dosage. <laughs> <laughs> well, it says it says electronic music and Tibetan chanting. So imagine that at the same time there's a Tibetan monk and that's kind of fire. Frog. Like, like I'm gonna hit up my friends and see what that might sound like. <laughs> I don't think that's it. <laughs> or is it like chanting? <laughs> there's, there's someone Frank Sinatra is there. And then you have like someone like David Guetta in the background. <laughs> Frank, Frank Sinatra became Frank Sinatra. a Tibetan monk. <laughs> and then he teamed up with Crazy Frog. <laughs> Maybe Tibetan chanting is a person, you know. <laughs> Tibetans are chanting. <laughs> oh, crazy frog looking ass. It's a fucking cash grab. Like, it is a cash grab. Whenever white people do this, it's like, okay, like, you know what? You go up, you go up to like where they actually do this, right? And like, yeah. they'll do it for free. <laughs> Just pay the guy a tip, you know? Give someone some of your stash and he'll dress up as fucking crazy frog. Bro, I'll, do, I'll do this for you guys. <laughs> I'll be a therapist. Give me the 4K. Grab it. Grab it. <laughs> oh, so it's... you can get high on your supply. On your own supply now. 
But yeah, like the the it's only when they think about legalizing it when they when they consider um how much money they can make off it. Because yeah. people aren't smoking like cigarettes right now, like in the states. They They're even off. banning menthols, I think, right? I'm not sure about that, but uh, I believe you. Like I feel like that's true. Yeah. And in Thailand, like cannabis is like legally. I mean, like it's it's. I think it's state legal, and they make a lot of money from that, like tens of millions of dollars, dude. So imagine how. I'm pretty good sure it's is. an industry. Yeah, it's a big industry. And what's gonna happen? What happened in Thailand is like the the people who used to run the cigarette industry, the tobacco industry, they Given. moved on. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So when it's a business decision with money to be made, that's when they can legalize all that shit. But imagine like um, wearing, like being in that countercultural era. Like, I'm cigarette not the. Are you saying time. back when like drugs were cool? Back when drugs were cheaper, <laughs> more accessible. <laughs> if anyone's listening, we wouldn't know if these are all assumptions. No, what, yeah. is, what is a drug? Oh, oh. Yeah, you see, you see the CRG's latest fit pic. Oh, yeah. The- Crocs. <laughs> Crocs that's, like how know, ass. that's how you know it's a weekend. <laughs> yeah, but it's not yet the weekend. Crocs. So, like, the fit pic may be invalid. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's too hey. advanced for us, dude. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Oh, yeah. good um, shit. Hey, what? Sorry? Could you say that? You again? want some good shit? You want some, some of that good shit? Because I have some good shit. Oh, you know? what do you have? What do you have? Uh, Comes in a nice package, you know, packaging. Ooh, I like that. Some let good see. shit. Let me I see. got yeah, this yeah, Natty Wines from Bombinos, baby. Did you say Natty Wines from Bombinos? Don't tell anyone that we have it, though. Yeah, dude. Like, it's so much different from the boxed wine shit you used to drink at your debut. It's fucking different. Pure, natural, 100%. rich tasting, freaking delicious wine. Only for y'all. Only for y'all. Don't tell no one. You can get this with our special discount. We got a special a discount, discount from the, the guys at Bombinos themselves. It's Monday off 15. And you can get these at their Instagram at yeah. Bombinos. Spell that out for me because I don't know how to spell <laughs> <laughs> it's at B O M B B I N O S. God damn, I always get nervous. Let's say that again. That's at B O M B V I N O S. And when you reach out, what's the code that we should use? What's the secret little code for that special tasting little discount? Don't tell nobody. Don't. No one should know this code. But I'm telling you this code. It's Monday off, fifteen. Can you smell that's, that? <laughs> that's. Check the fucking podcast title. Fifteen. <laughs> to get a fifteen percent discount, so you can stock up and stop doing drugs and start <laughs> drinking. Natty wines. Natty wines. Do whatever you want with it. Put it in your like put put it in your veins, man. That's how good it is. Natty oh. wines in my veins. <laughs> Natty wines in my veins is better oh, than man. ice in your veins, bro. She <laughs> Where are we? Y2K. Y2K. You know you guys remember the Y2K um hysteria like when people thought that the, the world was, was ending like, yeah yeah good times i wish that's I why people dressed like dressed up like it was the end of the world <laughs> this, that's a good question if it's the end of the world what would you look like easy supply <laughs> i would easy run season in one with my easy runners baby i would put a shoe inside that shit i dress up like wesley snipes not, not kidding. I thought Y2K was a motorcycle all this time. <laughs> oh, God, it could be. Is he driving that Y2K? Oh, because Jay Leno had like a Y2 whatever. Did you just Y2. say Gay Leno? <laughs> he literally said Gay Leno. I'm Jay it back. Leno. <laughs> Backtrack that shit. <laughs> Jay Leno. Oh, Jay Leno has like a collection of motorcycles. Oh, Jay Leno had like a lot of like... F- 
red carpet fit pics back in like the early 2000s. I know someone who looks like Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> I nice. know someone. I know someone. <laughs> Jay Leno looking ass. Jay Leno looking ass. Uh, oh my god! He's All an right. asshole. Jay Leno's an asshole though. He ruined the uh, uh, Conan O'Brien's career. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, Y2K, dude, that's crazy. Even um, imagine it's it's uh, you can wear. You know what's going back then? Like low-rise jeans. No, but that's the <laughs> thing. Like that's what people are saying. It's just the Y2K style and like the what people were wearing back in the 2000s. Like that's all, that shit's all coming back. And it's so scary because you know in fashion like there's this thing that we call like oh the 20-year cycle and how trends yeah. come back every 20 years. Yeah. It's on the dot. Like we just mm-hmm. finished 2020. If I think if pandemic didn't happen 2020 and people were just out and about, I have a feeling that it's gonna look like um, LA in like the 2000s. You know, the big flared boot cuts, um, the the, the 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 suits with like the crazy wide shoulders. Oh yeah, dude, the American suits na may sobrang But it's weird, no? Like that shit used to be so tacky, like back in like 2009, like. That silhouette yeah. was just bad, and now, but when you look at it, you're just like, why does this look okay? Why does this actually look fire? It's what um, it's it, it's even with the NBA like photo mm. shoots, like with the with the all stars, like they used to wear those suits, right? Yeah. The really, really long, like Michael Jordan style. Yeah. Are you saying <laughs> MJ could be the style icon of 2020? <laughs> Baggy suits, you can't no tailoring at all. Uh, and you just need a little, little earring on the re- on the right. <laughs> It's true, dude. There's this uh, Twitter account called uh, Night Promoting. Yeah. Used to just post like merch, like movie merch. Yeah, and movie merch from like the early 2000s is pretty hot. Like, um, just That's ask like a vintage. Point. Yeah, ask like a vintage Ugai seller. Like they have a lot. Um, and like the, those prices are like skyrocketing now. You know. Instead of uh, boosting their ads on Facebook, they used to make some really quality movie merch. But anyway, yeah. this Twitter account, they moved on. They kind of made a pivot to just posting runway photos, like yeah. specifically um, uh, movie premieres at night. Yeah, the photos are really good, like shot on film, flash, and I feel like it really captured like the Y two K vibe and aesthetic. And yeah, back I, when people I, didn't dress up, right? They, I mean, they dressed up, but it's not like everyone wore a suit. Like, shit wasn't boring back in the day. For sure, dude. Like, they were... And the people pushing it right now are the Gen Z, the Gen Z kids. Which kind of makes sense. Weird. They made fun of us like 10 years ago, and now they want to dress like it. That's true. It's I like, like how, how Let's... Every, everything's going to look like a coming-of-age film. Soon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything's oh, gonna have a filter. Like you walk outside, and everything's kind of yellowish. They're gonna <laughs> look like characters from the Mighty Ducks. Or oh, that'd be Gen- fire. The Gen Zs are gonna blast. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> This is gonna be crazy. Oh no, bakit? No, but what do you guys think about like just like the clothing trend? Like, is that something you guys are gonna dip your hands into? You know. Hmm. I bought a lot of Levi's, like 505s. But like movie merch yeah. is also like something that we could consider. I always I, want movie merch. Yeah. That's my grail. Freaking stepbrothers. Yeah, uh, see, you have that. And then um, there is this shirt that I saw from, I feel like I forgot what it was, Click. That was a good, they had good merch oh my too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, what else? What else had good merch? Everyone should just dress like Adam Sandler. Right oh now. yeah, he's the Y2K. <laughs> he's the mascot guy. for Y2K. No, uh, like his like big dad, like what is it, Daddy, Big Daddy? What is it? What's that movie with mm. Cole Sprouts? Um, everything he was wearing there, like fuck it, watch everyone oh, yeah? watch that movie and just look at like what else? Oh, what what are good shows with good fits? Um, I'm watching Sopranos right now. Oh, I'm gonna revisit that. I'm gonna start hey, again. Hey, First episode, see Maldisanti, see Chris. He's wearing this uh, Yankee. No, it's not a Yankees cap, but it's like a dad cap, and he mm. has like a gray uh, crew neck. Tapos naka tuck in just jeans, like with a black belt. Yeah. 
I mean, and, and then he like towards like the end of the show, I remember him having like a tracksuit face. Yeah, he did. He did like very, very, very gangster, very yeah. New Jersey mafia. What else, dude? I have to say it, Seinfeld, dude. You guys need to fucking watch Seinfeld. <laughs> Costanza, he wore like a Gore-Tex jacket, and people punch him on that scene because uh, he was so thick. What else? Um, Seinfeld wore a puffy shirt, but people made fun of it. I mean, but, uh, he rocked the one like Friends, right? Like, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of it, but like these guys <laughs> kind of defined a lot of people's styles during that time. They did. And I don't understand why um, when people say I'm such a Ross, such a Chandler, I, I, I've never, I don't remember watching a single episode of Friends. Whoever identified with Ross back in the day is now a certified incel. Bakit? Mm. What's, what's with Ross anyway? I think he's just toxic and he's annoying. Oh, that guy, is he the guy with the black hair? Everyone I had can't black. even remember. Is he the guy... <laughs> Yo, while we were while we were talking, I've just been scrolling down like the Twitter, and mm-hmm. then I saw a pair of shorts, merch shorts from Rain Man. It was it's a white pair of running shorts, and it has the Rain Man logo, and then under that is Warner Home Video. That's you know what I what I fear, or indeed I'm in fear what I, what I'm expecting to happen. People are gonna reference movie merch for their own merch. Don't say that out loud. We and it's ideas. not it's not gonna look good if they do it so don't worry the joke Br- lands Brian take know. notes I think <laughs> we have something here let's think about it dude. you know what I'm thinking let's just put it what, on the cut side cut this shit in the pot <laughs> maybe we cut this out maybe you don't know but like it's a good game movie merch mm-hmm. it's, it, it says Monday off but the M has a gun and it's yeah. after Godfather <laughs> Oh, my favorite! I think my favorite like God. movie poster. My favorite movie poster design would probably be the, I think the stuff that you see on like rom coms. Okay. Like rom com movie. Oh, I love it! I love it! Yeah, 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 for sure. Mama so Mia, bro. Yeah, that too. And then I think it's the um, it's a, bright take note. I think we're gonna do this, but it's a serif, like it's a serif font, a long serif font that's just really nice and elegant. Like I think I'm not sure. Maybe some shorts, you know what I'm saying? All the like, as, like all happy. Uh, what is it? Madison films. Oh that's, yeah, dude. That's yes, fire. But like, yeah, any rom com. Um, and like, there's another style of like movie posters. Um, that turned into merch. Like the Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Like the big fat. I love fonts. Honey I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a good one. Maybe you we should end like. Uh, um, Raymond's brother from everybody. Yeah, you want to end it here? Yeah, just in case we give up a little too much sauce. <laughs> next next up is like bedazzled uh, jackets. That's the next one. Oh, it's low-rise jeans for men, so all the pubes come out on the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Alexander McQueen-type jeans. It's just sticking out like a fucking Willis thing. thing. <laughs> it just... It's and, 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 I get nervous if you wear low-rise jeans and then you're like, um, "Ooh, goosebumps!" That means your pubes <laughs> rose too. No, like you have to, you have to um, finish it off with like a quintessential '90s piece. Like you wear a crop top, a crop yeah. top, and like low-rise jeans, and then you get, you get, you, you get picked up by the police for public indecency. <laughs> It's hot, but technically I am clothed. Um, Y2K, baby. Y2K. <laughs> Let's go. You know what's next in like 2025? Oh, God. What? We're going to copy. Uh, it's full full on uh, emo revival, bro. No, I do, uh, I I do want the pop punk um, sound you, to come back. You guys know Broken Side? You guys Broken know, side. Don't, it's better if you don't know Broken Side. It's like uh, Crunk. Like like little John but emo. What language are you speaking? Oh my god! What little John but emo? <laughs> that that <Bro>. caught me. <laughs> what the fuck? Check out Broken Side. Check out the uh, Blood on the Dance Floor. Like it's it's they're trying to be so many things at the same Wait, time. Wait, are are these like new guys? No, dude. They're like two thousand eight, two thousand two. Crunk. No, it's I forgot the genre, dude. Is it like the biscuit? No, 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 no! Like they can't be. No one can compare to Limp Biscuit, bro. 
but like within the same sound um i would say yeah like limp biscuit is like a predecessor like uh they started the thing but i'll send a link over yeah and then maybe we use that as the um the end music yeah Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be torture for these guys. <laughs> I mean, if they've listened past this point, has it not been torture already? Uh, that's true. That's true. Okay, so let's end it there. Thanks, Best guys. Of luck, dude. Thanks for listening. Bye.